welcome to an extra episode of the Edgy Punks podcast. This is Craig Biedemann bringing you just a quick little extra episode from my conversation with Julian Baker that happened earlier this week. We got off on a little bit of a tangent about running and self-care and how we both kind of view running as self-care. Uh, so you get to hear us nerd out a little bit about that and talk about how running impacts our mental health. Uh, our physical health, and just kind of our overall well-being. It's a great um, little bit of, uh, uh, of, a, of a chat that we had. I didn't want to include it on the, the bigger episode, but this is the only time you're going to hear from me uh, independently of our conversation. But yeah, I'm also featuring the song Sprained Ankle from Julian's debut album, which came out on 6131. It's also called Sprained Ankle. It's pretty apropos for the conversation. So I hope you enjoy that. And I hope you enjoy this quick little little chat that we have. And we'll be back on Wednesday with a full episode. Uh, until then, let's get to work. But yeah, so like, I think it's just accepting that your identity is not defined by I'm a musician, so I deal with my problems through music only. Like, Mm -hmm. when I started running and when I started realizing that I didn't always want to listen to music, this weird thought entered my head uh, the other day. Like, if music didn't work out, I always thought that I'd, like, like, still find a way to tour or, like, work at a studio. And then I was like, or I could just work at a gym or like be a nutritionist because I really like mind body wellness you know and I uh, I, I can tell there's a bit of a hippie in there dude shut up I am like (laughs) capital I feel bad but it's like the whitest I am like the white person white person every time you go to every time you go to the northwest do you just feel like well this is where i should be dude show (laughs) me a liquid meal replacement made of kale and hemp and like a hike and i'm there every corner store in portland and then just go to the cascades like all y'all eat is kale yeah y'all eat is like is a mixture between that and like soul food yeah is my ideal diet but no but so like and then that made me feel so freaking weird to say like there's this whole other part of my life that has nothing to do with music and that's okay mm-hmm. like you know um because i just you just have to listen to your psyche like what makes you feel fulfilled ultimately i think the answer is like the reason why it changes is because it's, it's deeper than music or which I know I'm saying some sacrilegious stuff right here, but it's deeper than just like the notes that you're playing or the miles that you're running. It's like the accomplishment, the proving to yourself that you're making something beautiful out of something painful, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I get that completely. Um, yeah. I mean, as a runner as well, um, yeah. So also it what? just helped to like right before doors, just sprint out your feet. I'm literally running away from my problems, you know, <laughs> just like, like, do you ever feel like that? Like something oh, yeah. goes wrong in your life and you just literally run away from it. <clears throat> 
uh, um, most days when I have <laughs> scheduled my run, it's either at the beginning of a day when I'm like, okay, today's going to be hard. So I'm going to go run so that I can actually feel like I at least accomplished one thing today yeah. for myself. And then, or it's at the very end of a day where like, well, today was hell. I'm going for a run now. Yeah. Um, and it's always that when I'm out there doing the mileage and I feel like with running, it is the most, and I, I share this with other runners and some of them think I'm just, again, a hippie that when I, when I am running, I am the most self-aware of my body. Yep. I am the most attuned with what's happening because I feel everything. And it's one of those moments where I can be with myself. Yeah. And that's amazing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you feel something similar? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I don't, I see people running together and that it's not like I don't like hanging out with folks. Like I'm a very social person, but that is my like alone time. Like mm -hmm. Zen time. I just go and get out and just I also think that when you're focused on like I listen to podcasts or like music and stuff mm -hmm. but at a certain point I think you start to tune that out and you're just focused on like all right if I can just get to that tree and then once you get to that tree then you're like all right if I could just get to that fire hydrant yep and you're thinking about so little that this like you have an opportunity to have some clarity mm -hmm. and to defrag your mind where you're not trying to like piece together a poem or like finish a an article or like mm -hmm. be bombarded with a million other different types of stimulus that we encounter from the second we wake up every day. Also like, uh, here I go. There's something just that we do not consciously value enough maybe about just being outside Oh, I love like, it so much. Even in the winter, even in yeah. the cold running, like I just, I love it. The air feels more fresh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like being outside and like standing in the sun. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I think it helps us to get outside of ourselves to go place ourselves in a bigger environment when we're not like just in a, a small indoor enclosed space, it almost like subconsciously expands our awareness to be in the open, you know, to be out there like around others. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's... It's, there's something very sacred about it. God, just, just hippie Julian talking about kale and running <laughs> and the sacredness of the outdoors. I didn't even realize like how granola lesbian i was until i started touring with other people who like yep. to hike yeah you're crunchy I'm... you're you're crunchy crunchy <laughs> hold on that's definitely yeah. what we call it <laughs> crunchy hippie i always wanted to be crusty that's the, that's my bio i oh, always yeah. wanted to be a crusty punk <laughs> but it turns out that I'm just nice. A crunchy. I thought it would say crunchy on it somewhere big, and it would be a good. <laughs> no, I dig it though. Um, 
but like even when you're traveling and stuff like I because I, I, I travel a bit for like doing talks and whatnot. And one of the things that I always try to do is just be like, OK, in which direction can I run so that when I turn around, I don't get lost on my way back and I don't have to rely on my GPS. That's all I need. That's all I, I want to be outside for about 40 minutes as much uh, and just run for about 40 minutes and then just turn like run for 20. Come back. Like if that's all that I have time for. Even in whatever new city, like I, like I was in, I was in Texas a bunch last year and I would run around Austin just getting like around, like, especially if I'm in a town that has a campus, like I'm going to go try to find that campus and I'm going to come back. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you're, when you like get to a new town or whenever you have time to fit in a run, is it literally just whatever time I can get? Or do you try to like plan some stuff out? I try to do it like right after sound check um so that i have time to get not gross and to also see the direct support like i don't i don't like not watching the support that's on a tour or i don't like not watching the main act if i'm the support um because i think that that reciprocal like acknowledgement is very important and just physical presence mm-hmm. um but sometimes if i'm the opener and my set was freaking crazy, then I'll just pop those shorts on and <laughs> go for a run. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I try to run after, I mean, this is boring because it's just me talking about macros, but I try to uh, carb load yes. right before I run, which, okay, so. Don't say it's boring. You're talking to someone who thinks about this all the time, and we might even just put this running part as its own little extra for the folks yeah. who really just want to hear the running part. Exactly. Well, no, I mean, and it's important about self-care, too, because yeah. when I started touring as well as when I started running, I had to reframe how I thought of food, sleep, personal time, um, not as luxuries, right? Like a good meal is not a, a luxury. It is something, or like not a good meal. Like I'm not saying I'm taking myself to like fancy Italian every day, <laughs> but I'm saying like a hearty meal that is not a granola bar from a gas station. Yeah. You know, even if it's just like noodles, it's like $2 noodles, but like that's not a luxury. I don't have to earn it. My body demands food as fuel to be able to do the things I want to do. Like, we also, like, ah, this is crazy. Like, we live in a culture that's very appearance-based. And people sculpt their image quite a bit, but we do little listening to what our insides need. Not realizing that trying to um, overpower our body with our mind in order to make ourselves fit like an aesthetic goal um, makes our mind miserable. And then we're not enjoying the time that we actually have on this earth. Like if I play a show and my my blood sugar is so low that I feel like I'm going to pass out at the show... I don't get to enjoy the immense blessing of being a musician. If I forget to eat and I feed my body like I used to, a a pack of Marlboro Red 100s and coffee for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, then 
like the lack of food, the lack of health, the lack of sleep deprives you of joy. Mm-hmm. And like, is it worth it to continue those um, self-destructive behaviors that seem like uh, immediate or like temporary uh, comfort uh, and then cause yourself more pain in the long run. Like I can't do my job if I don't take care of my body and my mind. If you aren't taking care of you, you're not going to be good for anyone else. Right. And like also I think it's good because like I started running just to cope with freaking out i would have a panic attack and i would go run until i stopped freaking out Hmm. um but it forced me to like not view exercise as only a thing that people trying to lose weight do because that's Hmm. previously you know when you see all those commercials for like south beach diet or like the ab cruncher or like any infomercial ever i never was into fitness because i was like that's it's just a weight loss regimen but you actually have to consume more food if you want to be able to run or else you're going to just get tired. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, 100%. And as someone who like spent a lot of time like thinking about like food and my image and like the amount of toxic masculinity I've had to undo over the last at least 10 years when I got to like when I first got to college, I was like, "Wow, how are these dudes this in this shape? This is ridiculous." And in my brain, I was like, "All right, I need to lose some weight so then I can then put on my like my whole my whole thinking about it was fucked up." And so it got to the point where now I mean now I'm in therapy for eating and body image and stuff, but I through the last few um, years and months, I've really been doing a lot of thinking of how necessary it is that the food I put into my body is food that is actually giving me fuel and Mm -hmm. food that I can turn into, um, energy when I'm out there running, because I want to compete eventually in races again. I don't really like races again because I don't like being around all the people, but, um, it's one of those things that I, I, I like to challenge myself. I like to see how fast I can go. I like to see how far I can go. But if my body doesn't have the energy and there were days when I would punish myself by starving myself. Mm-hmm. And that's so like looking back, I'm like, that's so dumb. Mm-hmm. But that was my brain at the time. And I can't hurt myself thinking about that and just be thankful that I'm, I'm changing those habits now Right. To where running now is an act of self-preservation mm-hmm. for me in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah. And then, like, you realize that if you want to be able to, like, if Craig is training for the Boston, then you're going to build, or, like, if I'm, so, like, right now I'm training for half. Like, if I'm training for a half marathon, my legs are going to look like I can run a half marathon. And that's because I'm going to look like a healthy individual, right? Like, exactly. Like you're going to change, but then like the accomplishment of knowing that you can do things you used to not even have the energy to do. Like when I smoked and was like straight up 90 pounds, I would go up two flights of stairs and be like, hold up. (laughs) It was awful. Um, 
and now, like, you know, years later, I'm like, oh, wow, I look a lot different, but I look like a person who is not going to fall over and die. So, In a gust I'm, of wind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.